Hey guys, I'm Whitney. And I'm Kylie. Welcome to the Midwest Farm Wives Podcast. We are two millennial farm wives raising lots of littles, figuring out how to run ag businesses with our husbands, learning, loving, and living life day by day in America's heartland. If you landed here, you can expect uplifting positive real talk about being a farm wife, mom, and being a woman in agriculture, conquering all God gives us. We are so excited you're traveling on this back road with us. Hello, hello. Welcome back to episode 25 of the Midwest Farmwise podcast, the one where we offer friendly reminders. How are you? I mean, I'm good. That was a lot. Like that was a very happy, energetic hello. I know. Well, I've got my coffee and I'm good. <laughs> or we're a couple cups deep in our coffee. <laughs> yep. Okay, let's, let's just jump right in and do our review. That way we can get to the nitty gritty goodness. Okay. Okay, our review is from Mel from Ohio. Hello, Mel from Ohio. She says, so grateful. I love this podcast so much. Whitney and Kylie keep things real and always provide valuable information, especially for someone new to the farm life like me. It's like talking to old friends. Thank you. And I also wish that there was something like this when I first became a farm wife because your girl Mm -hmm. was in the dark, flying solo. Well, and then a farm mom. Ooh, kids add a whole new dimension for real okay what's your recap since the last time we chatted also we are on time for our wednesday it is we're gonna record it today and release it today boom diggity (laughs) better on wednesdays than we are on mondays um i when i wrote this outline i I literally wrote in the notes like what did we do since the last two weeks because i have no major like nothing major happened because we're still all in corona team (laughs) Um, so Missouri did open, reopen back up technically in their phase one on May 4th. And so that's been interesting. Um, it, nothing's really changed from our farming operation because we've still been operating as usual, but it is, um, I know Jordan did eat up town at like the restaurant last week. So that was kind of nice for him. We got rained out Back in late April, I think, gosh dang, I don't remember, three weeks ago probably, and um, we did a lot of crop scouting, and over really last week, it's just been so stinking cold here, and literally the kids and I ran around the house every single morning saying, rain, rain, go away, (laughs) come again another day, because it's just been really cloudy, really windy, really rainy, Um, and so last week, I never thought looking at the forecast, we would be in the field, but we are actually back in the field yesterday, the day before, and today we're supposed to get some rain this weekend, but honestly, it's not going to be all that bad because, Hey, it's supposed to be 75 degrees. Right. So what percentage done are you? As of last night, like when Jordan finished up the soybean field, we are uh, well over two thirds. Let me look here. We are about, well, we are about 66% done. That's good. It's so official. Um, we are, we have like one cornfield left, but it's just too wet. Like we're kind of right on that line. Some, some fields work, others don't. Um, we have one, one more cornfield to do that we're just like hanging tight on. I know. And we're just, we need to swap weather because we're the opposite. We did get a snifter of rain. We got like 1500s, which that's better than nothing. So not complaining. A temp. Yeah. 
I mean, like somebody peed a little is all it was. Yeah. But when, when we get a 10th, we're like, oh, we can go work here in this afternoon. Like that's nothing. Yeah. And like us, I asked Bart today, I said, do you think you'll be able to plan? He's like, I don't know. It's pretty sticky. We'll have to see what happens if it warms up. So <laughs> we, we are, Bart has been super busy custom planting, which I know we've chatted that before. Like that's not popular where you're at. So we've only done, oh, maybe just about half of our farm. The rest has all been custom work. So we've been, we've been doing good. We have, cause we haven't had moisture, but we really could use that to get that little seed to germinate and pop up. But it is what it is. Like we can't change it. We can do rain dances and pray all we want. If God wants it to happen, he will. That's, that's right. And oh, yeah, the weather. Ugh. Um, I do know as of Tuesday, I read the National Pork Producers Council said that um, all operations, all processing plants are back online at least to like 70% killing capacity. Um, And that as a producer is like the best news you could get as far as all producers out there who have fat hogs ready for market. Um, That's That's really what I know about that. That's good news. Any news that's like that is good. Crop yeah. report. So yes, the crop report was actually better than what Bart and I anticipated. So it just says the stockpiles, like the estimates for corn was 3.4 billion, came in actual at 3.3. So, I mean, that's good for us that the actual was less than the estimate. Soybeans mm-hmm. was also considerably less. And then wheat, the estimate was eight, uh, 821 million and it was actually 909. So that's probably going to hurt the wheat price to anyone that's got wow, wheat, that's- unfortunately. So. Yeah. But other than that, I mean, it was, it was better than what we've been getting in the years past. I think markets are down considerably, um, today. I'm not sure why, but you know, report comes out, market goes down, report comes out, market goes up. It's just always at the today in today's world, you could easily tell, okay, that USDA report made a, you know, serious effect on the markets up or down today in the atmosphere that we're in. It could be because someone sneezed outside in a big group of people and yeah it's I mean, real. <laughs> they're, just, they're just so crazy right now so and I don't understand it all I try like, but I people that the people that market on your farms are amazing people because that is like the biggest gamble so hard to know what to do we have some contracts for corn that we made last year at this time and we thought oh my gosh well corn's gonna get to five so they're for like 440 and we're like the hero mm-hmm. now for doing that but we should have done more. (laughs) But here we are last May thinking, oh, it's going to get to five. We'll be good then. Not. Oh my gosh. We never thought it was going to get to $5 corn. Like that's, that's crazy talk, but we would have liked, definitely liked to see it stay at $4 corn. I just read a report today that said ethanol production may never be back to where it was prior to this whole um, experience. And, And I think that's interesting comments like that, that, that assume, um, forever to me is just bizarre. Right. That's going to change those, uh, billion dollar production numbers of corn. Especially in our area. Ethanol is a big deal. Ethanol is a big deal here too. We are definitely a, um, our our County is the biofuel capital of Missouri. We have a biodiesel and a, and a, um, ethanol plant in our County. Mm So it's interesting. Those dang markets. You just don't know what to do. And let's be real. 
when markets are down, basically we're just saying like, we're not making as much money or any money. I mean, I'm not trying to bring money into it, but when markets are down. But that's our life, (laughs) our livelihood. Like when we say dang it, we're saying it lightly because we totally get the pressure of the markets and what that looks like in our financial books. But that's the thing. Like when you see those numbers and especially like last year at this time, it's like, oh, well, it could go up 10 tomorrow. Maybe we'll wait. But now it's like, God, it's going to go down 10. Maybe we should contract some. Um, this gets into what we're talking about later, but I vividly remember when this kind of started, there was some like 370 corn contracts, which is not good, but, but it looks like the hero right now. <laughs> well, but I, I said, I said, maybe we should put some of those on just a little bit. Cause we do still have some 20 crop. I mean, 19 crop in our bins to sell. And, um, Jordan's like, nah, well now it's like <laughs> 302 or it's, it's horrible. <laughs> So one day I was like, don't you wish we would have put those 370 uh, contract or just sold, you know, 5,000 bushels, whatever. And he just glared at me. Like it was the most insulting thing I could ever say to him. Well, it's just such, I mean, it changes so often that you never know. Like it's always just a, like you're just chancing your livelihood when you do those markets. Well, and you can chance them, um, you can chance them big or chance them small, you know, you could sell a little bit and know that it, you may lose a little money here, but you're not going to lose your whole business. And it, it's, it's just right. one of those games we play. Yeah, so let's move on. We're going to okay. be talking forever. Friendly reminders for farm wives during the business season. So this to preface this five or six like reminders that we're going to offer. Um, we've had a few messages on the gram that have just how do you handle kids during farm season? How do you do this and that? And how are you so positive? And how are you so grateful? Like guys, farm hours are horrible. Things like that, that maybe we answer individually straight back to the person, but we thought we'd offer just a few tips and tricks or friendly reminders during this busy, crazy time. And we are not experts. This is just what we've learned. It's just us. Yep. Okay. Number one, understand he's working for you not away from you, like at a party or something like he's choosing the farm for your family, not for himself or for any other reasons. Like he's working hard to provide. And by he, you mean your farmer spouse or whatever that, whatever that is. Or even if it's a, even if your husband or wife, whatever in the case is a hired man on a farm, like they're still trying to provide for you. They're not working against you, I guess. You just it is. To, it, no, go ahead. Sorry. Okay. You just need to find the small blessings and things like that. Like he's working for you, not, not for, I mean, you know what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Changing your perspective on that is it helps a lot to like frame the day and frame your outlook. I do understand when people say things like that, like, Oh, how do you deal with the time and the hours? And, um, it is a lot. It is, it is a lot, especially when it's days after days after days after days. Lucky for us over here in Missouri, it rains all the stinking time. Jordan's home all the time. Um, and we're not saying it's easy for us. No. Yeah. We've, ju- we've just realized that this is, this is what it is and we need to make the best of it. Well, and what we said too, uh, we chatted before we got on here, like we chose this life. Like I mar- Jordan was going to be a farmer for me before I married him. Like when we started dating Jordan's family farm, I knew that Jordan was going to come back and farm if that was in the cards. Like if he could, he would. So, so when I married those this life together. 
yeah, when I married him, I chose to be a farm wife. I may not have understood fully what that entailed or the hours. And as we've grown and taken over the business, it's all changed. You know, Jordan used to wash hog buildings late at night or, you know, work from seven to four and then he'd be off. Well, that's not how it is now as the owner. Um, but I definitely chose it. And I have to remind myself of that too, that it's not, he's not doing it just to do it. To spite you. (laughs) Like he's working late to... (laughs) <laughs> he's working late to put in corn for your family, for your guys's business, for your profit. Well, or and the pressure, that, right, please. Um, <laughs> that pressure, like I know Bart's the same way, that pressure of keeping everything operational, no breakdowns, uh, the pressure of, you know, pleasing your family, the pressure. I'm trying to be it all. Yeah. And even like we were saying the marketing pressure of like making that one split decision of profit or loss and, Oh, that's such a heavy weight. And so to help understand that he's doing all that for not just the business, but the business is the family in a way. Right. And so this kind of ties into one of my other tips that I wrote down. So, you know, you explained it like they're trying to do it all. Well, they're, they have the stress of the business, the stress of the farming things we can't control all that. So then they come home and, and like, I had a farm wife tell me this one time, an older gal, and she's like, you need to make sure your home is a haven. Like a, your home is their getaway where they want to come home and just relax or feel like they can leave everything, you know, which we all know farmers don't do that. Like leave the stuff right. at work, but they want to come home and they want to just have a warm meal. Or even if it's microwave, like get real, I'm not up like making a hot meal at 10 PM, but a warm meal. And just so they have clean jeans the next day or your home's picked up. I'm not saying like have your house, but don't have them like stubbing their toe on a toy when they walk in. Just like, so your house is a place that they want to come to like their getaway. So I think when you're, you're, you know, wondering why they're always working or you're trying to find that gratitude in that situation, you're making your home a better place. You're doing the best that you can also with all your extra time, find something that you like to do that you can do on your own. Right. So for Hobby. me, it's gardening and my flowers. I really enjoy doing that. Yeah. I would also suggest doing something you can do at home. Right. Because of with kids and stuff, it's not like you can, you know, say, okay, well, I'm going to take up, you know, Tuesday afternoon golfing. Well, I guess if you have a sitter, sure. But, um, um, oh my, the herd of cats are coming. Hey, you guys. This is just real life because Bodie just... Bodie tried to call me from the house phone and he just told me under the door, we're falling apart out here. (laughs) (laughs) So you'll have to excuse me. Yeah. So, you know, uh, a hobby isn't really mowing. I wouldn't say mowing as a hobby. It's kind of a chore, but I do enjoy it. Like I, I enjoy it and I could not enjoy it. I much more enjoy it when it's 75 and sunny, but, but also while you're mowing, you can get a podcast that you like, or listen to your favorite music, something that makes you happy, like do things that make you happy too. Yeah, I agree. Um, this goes into both. Don't over call your spouse. Friendly reminder. If you have a John Deere, okay. If you have John Deere with the John Deere operations center, all you have to do is log into the app. You have to just get your, get your husband to give you the app password. It's not hard. You're not looking at any private data. There's no big deal. And when you pull that up, you can see what field they're at. You can see if they're operating that machine. It's easy. And it is a huge lifesaver. 
Yep. And for me, I have five my friends. So I can see if he's at the field or on his way home. So oh, then yeah. call. That's a good idea too. Why did I even talk about John Deere Operation Center? It doesn't really matter. Do like iPhones are great for that kind of thing. Yeah. But seriously, I was bad about this when we first got married because I thought, well, I'm bored. Maybe he's bored. So I'd call and you could always tell, like, I feel like probably Bart more than anyone, but other people could be too. Like short when they, like, mm-hmm. do you need something? Mm-hmm. Like, what'd you need? And it's like, okay, I forget that you're actually like trying to do something. Sorry. I didn't need anything. Bye. <laughs> Which sometimes I totally still do that. And I, and I say that right up front, like, Hey, what's up? And I can tell Jordan's doing something. I said, Hey, I, I, I don't need anything. Call me back whenever you get free time. Right. I'm most still picking up that phone annoys Jordan because he gets one bajillion calls a day. So but um, I do still find myself occasionally over calling. But as far as just knowing, like, is he, you know, the sow unit, is he at a field? Is he at work still? I can almost gauge then, okay, he's going to be home in 30 minutes or it's going to take him another hour because he's so far away. Then he has to come back, shut the shop up, blah, blah, blah. Right. I Which agree. makes it easier. Also, like we Snapchat back and forth. Like I'll snap pictures of the kids and he'll snap like a picture of the planner. And that's kind of how we communicate. Like we really don't talk much during the day other than like text or snap. Yeah. Just because it's easy. Or he can answer when he's not busy. Usually I'm calling Jordan and saying, Hey, what did you write this check for that has no memo? <laughs> and you don't like, I don't have any idea what this check is for. That's or mine usually- is, um, I just got an auction time bid. Like, what are you <laughs> trying to buy now? <laughs> Stop buying things. Yeah. yeah. And then of, uh, like above all grace, give each yeah. other, like you're gonna have to give yourself grace. You're gonna have to give them grace. Yeah. Grace is an amazing thing. Well, it's really hard to do sometimes. And this morning I felt like my kids were on, I was trying to work out. I had waited too long to work out. That was my fault. The kids were screaming at each other and I got so angry and I'm like, okay, relax. Like you can work out later. There's like, go figure out what they need. Because then I know the second, if Jordan would have called any time during that time, I would have been mad at him for no reason. Right. But I would have been. Right. It's just, it's just how that happens. And then one of my other tips is fill in when you can help where you can, but know your limits. Um, like don't overdo it or don't like try to compare yourself to another farm wife doing this and thinking that you Mm -hmm. need to, or have to try it. If you're not comfortable doing it, let it be known. Yeah. Yes. But Um, still help where you can. Like if it's, if that means hauling fertilizer there or going and helping you know, with the seed tender, do what you can, but if you can't, that's okay too. And don't think Whitney and I haven't fallen into that trap. Like Whitney and I are very different farm wives as far as our duties on the farm. Like Jordan or Bart would call Whitney to get fertilizer or to do all these things, bring fuel. Jordan would not call me for those things. That's not how our operation is set up. He would call one of our hired hands or his dad, or he would call me to bring something, something that could fit into my expedition. Like that, that would be my role on the farm. So doesn't mean Whitney and I are any less of a farm wife than each other, but right. it just is our roles. Our farms are set up totally different in that regard. So I was on a blog post one time for a girl and I quoted, I just said, it's okay for you to do more than someone else, but it's also okay for you to do less than someone else. Like the, yep. the diversity in people's operations. And like, I've been jealous of Kylie before, which is dumb. Dumb. Like, but that's dumb. how, that's how easy it is to do. Like my own friend, I was like, I compared myself to her, but so don't right. think that people don't do that. Cause that's a real thing. 
Yeah, but then she got, she woke up and said, okay, this is silly. <laughs> I did. Okay, okay. So now we have what not to say or ask your farmer during the busy season. This is kind of where we thought we would lead off at the beginning and we're like, well, this is kind of, you know, not enough. So this is the funny kind of very, very, very true part of farming. Hey, um, one of, home. <laughs> yeah, hey, hey, what time? Yeah. What time will you be home? It's, uh, you know, five till six. Well, obviously not right now. So I've got several hours left. And then Jordan hates, hates when I ask this, it, it'll be like pretty late. You know, like last night he was working, it was 1030 and I was like, shouldn't you be done by now? And Jordan's like, well, crap. I sure wish I, I would have been done by now. <laughs> Bart's least favorite is I, and it's just like a conversation starter. I don't really need to know everything. I'm like, right. so what are you going to do today? Oh, um, I say that. I'm going to go to work, Whitney. And it's like, okay, duh. <laughs> like, I just yeah. want to know what. Like, are you, like, just like a five-second overview. We have to load hogs. We're going to work on the tillage equipment. And then we'll just see where the day takes us. That would be a very acceptable answer for me. <laughs> yeah, but Bart says, I'm going to go to work. Right. That would not, I would roll my eyes and, like, punch him in the arm. Um, I, I am very bad at if like Bart doesn't answer his phone or if he's short with me or, you know, anything like that, I'm like, are you mad? Did I do something? <laughs> and really he's not mad. Like he's just busy. Yeah. Or like Jordan last night, he had, there was a one row unit was plugged up and I could tell walking up to him in the field that he was very ang angry. And so I'm like, oh man, how'd you break that? <laughs> And he was like, I mean, he just looked at me and I was like, okay, I was just joking, but I won't joke again about that until we fix it. And then the, uh, like, discussed already. So don't hit on the points they already know. They know the weather sucks. They know the market sucks. Like, don't remind them of it. Right. Don't like, just don't look at the weather. Don't, I mean, unless they directly ask you, I feel like weather's such a big thing over here. It's big everywhere. And I, that is what I talk about. But it is something that gives me anxiety. I will say we were supposed to get like an inch of rain on Friday. And just this morning, I don't know if the storm is tracking differently, but they reduced it down to two tenths. Oh, just well, that's bright, good. Brighten in my day. To us. Right. <laughs> um, but yeah, definitely don't, um, don't talk about the weather or the markets, especially if they're bad. Only talk about that if they're very good. Yeah. And just like the other day talking about that contract we made at 19, I'm like, Oh, don't you wish you would have done more bushels? And he's like, no, obviously Whitney. Whitney, duh. I'm like, okay. Yeah. That was a bad question. <laughs> I can literally hear him saying like, duh, obviously Whitney. Yeah. It was a little more aggressive than that. Aggressive. <laughs> well, um, those are just all some kind of funny when you actually start talking about it. Like, why do we even ask those? But we still do questions. So avoid those. I feel like there's so many more that we missed, but, um, maybe if you guys were going to post that this episode will be released later today or tomorrow. And on that pot, um, post on Instagram and, and Facebook, we'd love to hear your, what not to say or ask your farmer during busy season. Cause I'm sure you guys have some good ones that aggravate your farmers just like we do. Yep. But that's real life. Okay, um, real quick, we have a giveaway going on, and we really didn't set an end date, but I'd have to say probably tomorrow. Yeah. Um, 
we're Whitney and I are both reaching for 10k and we are both very very close well so, as we speak, Kylie did hit 10k whoop 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 let's see if I have the swipe up feature so you just watch uh, our swipe ups we're gonna offer so many <laughs> we're, we're gonna send you right to our webpage. yep um but anyways we're doing a kind of a midwest farm wives giveaway but for our personal pages so we're actually going to be giving away one of our new tumblers we had just a few extras we are going to be giving away a t-shirt, a Midwest Farm Wives t-shirt. And then we are also going to be giving away a podcast interview, kind of like we did way back when, when we were trying to get 10,000 listens. Um, we're going to do all of that again and have, which we haven't had an interview for a few weeks because it's been kind of crazy. Right. Right. So yeah, that'll be fun. Check that out. But we're getting kind of long here and my kids are falling apart. They even told me. Yep. I do have the swipe up. Oh. Can't wait to see what you swipe up. <laughs> okay, uh, let's end it with a quote. Staying positive doesn't mean you have to be happy all the time. It means that even on the hard days, you know that there are better ones coming. Perfect. I, sw- I swear I say it every day. The sun will rise tomorrow. Yep. And if not, it will the next day because the weather's jacked up. <laughs> yeah, it is cloudy right here right now, but the sun's up there somewhere. Okay, friends. Till next time. Have a good one. We sure appreciate all of you listening today. We would love to reach more women in ag. If you would like, please share our podcast with your friends and let us know what you think. You can also find us on Instagram at farmwifeguru and at the grateful farmwife. Be sure to follow or subscribe to the Midwest Farmwives podcast on your favorite podcast streaming app. We'll see you next time. And remember, every day may not be good, but there is some good in every day. Stay grateful, friends.